F. Scott Fitzgerald Chapter 1 Early Years Show me a hero, and I will write you a tragedy. F. Scott Fitzgerald Francis Scott Key Fitzgerald, author, bon vivant, flamboyant, alcoholic, and self-absorbed talent, was born on September 24, 1896, in St. Paul, Minnesota, on the edge of a respectable neighborhood in his family's rented apartment. As his name implies, he was named after the author of The Star-Spangled Banner, who the family believed was a distant relative on his father's side. According to the family, F. Scott was second cousin, three times removed, to Francis Scott Key, and his naming demonstrates the pride his parents took in this august connection. For his part, Fitzgerald often fantasized that he was descended from some kind of royal background because of this, and saw himself as being somehow blessed with wealth and prestige. F. Scott Fitzgerald was his parents' third child, but the first two had died in infancy, ensuring that he was the center of the family's attention. As a child, Fitzgerald was small and handsome, with blonde hair, blue-green eyes, and a burning desire to be popular, a trait that obviously remained with him past adolescence. But he was also a sickly and colic baby, afflicted by colds and fevers, and given the fates of the siblings that came before him, he received plenty of anxious attention and maybe some coddling from his mother. His first word, as he recorded in The Outline of My Life, in his famous ledger, was up. He would later claim in his autobiography, Well, three months before I was born, my mother lost her other two children. I think I started then to be a writer. Fitzgerald's father, Edward, was from the South, and is said to have dressed nicely and carried himself with beautiful manners. His mother, Mary Molly McQuillan, was the daughter of an Irish potato famine immigrant who struck paydirt by opening a wholesale grocery business in downtown St. Paul. Scott was baptized into the Catholic faith, and he'd have Catholic friends and connections his whole life long, despite the fact that he didn't practice after 1917. Unfortunately, Fitzgerald's father didn't seem to have the same business acumen as his grandfather, Edward. Though well-dressed, handsome, and smart, was a notable and abject failure at his chosen line of business, making and selling wicker furniture. And that failure was the first great catastrophe of Scott's life, and one that may well have put his whole youth into an emotional minor key. After flaming out in business, Edward took a job as a Procter & Gamble salesman in Buffalo, New York. But he was later fired from that job. In 1908, when Scott was 12, the family moved back to St. Paul and lived modestly on Molly Fitzgerald's inheritance. Edward took a job as a grocery salesman in a real estate office owned by his in-laws. Fitzgerald later spoke casually of his father as a failure. But he did so without bitterness, explaining, He's always lived in mother's shadow, and he takes an immense vicarious pleasure in any success of mine. Scott attended the St. Paul Academy, which was where the wealthy boys went, and it was there that his two-cylinder inferiority complex really began to flourish. Like Nick Carraway in The Great Gatsby, his friends always had more money than he did. He was an active and popular student, including being a member of various clubs and societies, but he also wrote plays and comic skits in his spare time. He was also romantic later reminiscing about afternoons in St. Paul. I remember going round blocks to catch a single glimpse of shining hair, the bright shock of a girl I'd never know. Much later, 
Scott wrote in an autobiographical essay, The history of my life is the history of the struggle between an overwhelming urge to write and a combination of circumstances bent on keeping me from it. It probably was not as simple as that, especially because throughout his life, Scott himself tended to create the circumstances, such as his marriage to Zelda, that kept him from fulfilling his overwhelming urge to write. But in any event, he published his first story, a detective tale, in the school newspaper when he was thirteen. One of his biographers described his reaction upon seeing his story published for the first time. He was thrilled to see his story in print, having waited anxiously for copies to arrive and shouting, They're here! They're here! on delivery. By now, the teenager was also writing poetry, songs, and essays. In 1911, Scott went off to a Catholic prep school in New Jersey, called the Newman 